Hello and welcome to the Rewind Out Mission Show here on Demon FM. We are live and direct this afternoon from Dumont University Student Union. I am Hannah. And I'm Ashley. And today we're going to be taking you through this hour. Uh, we're going to have a bit of fun, a bit of culture, and of course, we're going to be talking about Christmas since it's December. So on today's show, we've got an interview with Je- Jess Sigsworth from Leicester City's uh, women's football team. We also have our very own miniature World Cup tournament that you can take part in and win some prizes. So if you're local to DMU Student Union, head on down, why not? So, yeah. Yeah. Should we start with the water cooler? Yes. So, since it's Christmas, you know, everyone's getting in the mood. We're starting to see a bit of, like, Christmas coming coming into uh, coming into the world. So, uh, I've got to ask everyone here, what was uh, what was everyone's worst Christmas gift? Oh, we're going straight for it. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're going I mean, mine's pretty bad. Um, but about when I was about eight years old, my mum, a uh, well, bit of context, I was obsessed with Michael Jackson as a kid. And my mum <laughs> thought it'd be absolutely hilarious to buy us, like, a, well, me, a silicone pull-over-the-head mask of his face. Um, but it's really, it's quite scary. And my brother used to put it on and shake it around the house in it. And I still have it somewhere. I should have brought it in, actually. No, no. About it. I've never actually got a really bad Christmas present. I think the worst I can probably think of is just when one year I... I got the same book twice from two different people. <laughs> Clearly a lack of communication there, but um, I've never got something that I'm like, oh, God, what is that? Like, why, why did you actually get me that? Like, I still appreciate it, but a bit annoying that I got it twice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Where have you ever had a bad Christmas present? Mm, no, present? Christmas present? Just be my... I don't know. I don't know how to say that. Mm. That's all right. We can maybe, go back to it. Yeah, we always come back. Yeah. I mean, maybe your parents Sorry, are just good it. at buying presents, unlike ours. Yeah. What about you, Ash? You good? See, I've never had a bad Christmas present. I mean, clearly your family love you, and that's unfair. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll sleep with that. Um, So we're going to be putting that out to you guys right here on uh, Rewind Our Submission on our Instagram. So remember, send in your uh, submissions and uh, we'll get to it. And maybe you'll get to hear yours on the radio. Also, feel free to tweet us at DemonFM on Twitter. Sorry to interrupt, but I've just received an emergency broadcast. I think you might want to listen to it. Um, Hello? Is anyone there? We're all right, thanks, Scott. I thought you were meant to be here, mate. Where are you? Well, funnily enough, me and Merry Christmas, we were supposed to we were supposed to get on our train, we were supposed to go to Skeggy, but it turns out we got on the Polar Express, and, well, we've ended up in the North Pole. How's Mary? Is she all right? You're right there, my lovelies. Don't worry about me, I'm doing all right. I'm a bit worried about Santa, though. He's a bit, he's a bit angry at us right now, isn't he, Scott? Yeah, it seems like, basically, I accidentally left one of my, my cheek sandwiches. I left it in the toy packing factory and I think we've seen a bit too much, something that we're not supposed to see. Santa, I think Santa's actually looking for us right now. Um, but me and Scott, we found a refuge in the reindeer shed. But let me tell you, Santa, they stink. And I don't know what to do about it and I don't know how long I can hide in here before I lose my patience with them and with Scott. Uh, if it would be so kind, could you please send some help and some egg sandwiches? Well, we're kind of a bit hungry and we're kind of in a bit of a predicament. Thank you. Right, guys, I don't, I, if I'm not mistaken, I can hear a fat man heading our way, so I think we're going to have to leave you. But if you can send help, that would be, that'd be great. Thank you. 
All right, welcome back to the student union. <laughs> now it's time to play an original game, and I'm going to bring in our special guest. Uh, unfortunately, as you just heard, Scotch Egg can't be here, so we have a new guest. I'm going to bring him in now. All right, top of the morning to you. I'm your Rewind Games Master, Peter Rohan Rohan Rohan. Lovely to meet you, Peter. Morning, and I'd Peter. love to welcome you all to Charge Attack. This is a wonderful little game, first hosted by Scott Chegg from Wakey and all our show. Uh, it was great crack, wasn't it? He was a hoosh. Yes. For, so, look it. For, for those that heard diddly squat of our last show, I feel obliged to explain how this game works. So, I will read out the UK Christmas top 10 songs uh, from a certain year. It could be 2014, could be 1978, could be 1990. Lovely year, that. That was the year we went to the Flanagan's Holiday Home in Dunbuy. <laughs> Beautiful scenery out there. Alright, uh, I haven't heard from the Flanagan's Holiday Home in... Oops, I haven't heard from the Flanagan's and Donkey's years. Okay, look it. So, based off the artists and songs I'm about to read out, you are using your music smarts to guess the year of this Christmas top 10 chart. Is that clear enough? Yeah, yeah that's good. Alright, let's get started. So, number 10. This is your Christmas number 10. Shaking Stevens with What Do You Want to Make Those Eyes at Me For? Number 9 is Tipo with China in Your Hand. 8 is Belinda Carlisle with Heaven is a Place on Earth. Number seven is Nat King Cole with well I, When I Fall in Love. Number six is brilliant on the track. Michael Jackson with The Way You Make Me Feel. Number five, Alison Moye with Love Letters. Number four, Rick Astley with also a performance of When I Fall in Love. Number three is Kim Wilde and Mel Smith for Comic Relief with Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Number two, an absolute classic, The Pogues with Fairy Tale of New York. And your number one, Pet Shop Boys with Always on My Mind. So, any any guesses of what year this could be? Uh, I'm assuming the way you make me feel, I believe, is in the mid-80s, but that's right. as much as I've got right now. Uh, what are you thinking there, Ash? See, I'm thinking it's mid to late 80s because of uh, Fairy Tale of New York. Um, also, Rick Astley. Um, mm, I'm gonna have to come. I'm gonna. Oh, I don't know. See, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, you've got the whole show to think about it. Uh, for now, uh, you, the audience, can also think about it and uh, tweet in your answers at Demon FM on Twitter. Now it's the part of the show where we like to uh, talk about World Cup, and especially since last show we uh, we talked about the World Cup. You know, we set up the sweep slate. Um, it's a couple of weeks into the World Cup, yeah. you know, and um, yeah, no, Hannah, how do you feel about the World Cup? Um, I mean, England's doing all right, aren't they? I'm pretty proud of them. Can't lie. Yeah. Can't lie. Yeah. How's Germany doing, Ash? We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> but no, half of my uh, half of my sweep slate teams are actually out now and I'm quite disappointed you know I was really really rooting for Iran and Ghana huh okay that's cool yeah um so we're about to start our first table football we're about to start our first table football game anyway um but before we start well whilst that's starting we're going to go into an interview by Leicester City women's player Jess Sigsworth and this is quite exciting it very, it very, well, it's a really good uh, interview. It just sheds a little bit of light, you know, onto the, the actual playing of the football, but also just a bit of uh, behind the scenes for everyone. 
So um, we are going to play that for you now. Yeah, I'm Jess Sigsworth. I currently at Leicester City Women's. Um, I'm a forward player, so either out on the wing or down the middle. So how long have you been playing football? Um, I started when I was about seven years old. Um, I started in a local boys team, and then I moved to Doncaster Bells. From there, I got scouted for Man United, spent three years there in Leicester. How do you find like moving around as well? Yeah, I think that's like the really difficult part of football, actually. Um, I think the uncertainty, you know, like just getting one, two-year contracts and then not knowing where you're going to be. You just, I've probably, hopefully, got quite a few more years left, yeah, in my football career. Um, what do you do out of football to, obviously, it really helps you with your injury as well. Like, what do you do away from football to help you unwind? Um, to be honest, like... It sounds really weird, but when I first got injured, I got into Lego, do you know, building the big stadiums? Yeah, yeah. And that just took, like, hours of my time, and it just, like, took my mind off of everything. Um, so that was a thing. Then just, like, seeing... Oh, God, the dog's right here. <laughs> then um, just seeing, like, friends and family and stuff, that's always nice. And then other than that, I've just, like, been in the gym and just like cracking on trying to get my rehab done to get back as quickly as possible. I guess it's a bit of a hit and a miss. So you get to see your family more because obviously you're injured, but then you don't, you miss playing and being around your teammates. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I found really hard. You know, even um, going into football, like they're all like getting ready to go out and train together and they're in the gym together. Whereas I've just been going in in the mornings. I found myself just in the gym with like, a few other of the girls that are unfortunately injured. I think that is like the big thing you miss because ultimately you play football because it's a team sport. You like being around people, like you like being involved in a team environment. And when you get injured, it's it's quite a lonely place and you find yourself isolated away from everyone. Unfortunately, in ACL injury, there's, there's n- no quick way to do it. You're out for like nine to 12 months. Yeah, it's fortunate, isn't it? Like all the injuries you could get like if you were to break something like a, a your toe or something that's, that's much quicker to heal you go from having to learn to walk again I can remember being on my crutches and I was so scared to take like my first steps without my crutches you have a really different walking style like you forget just how to do like a normal step it's it's crazy and obviously when I've done it I was so upset because I obviously did my other leg six years ago so I knew how hard the process is but I think once you just start you just like you're so like motivated and determined to just crack on with it so you can just get back as quickly as possible. So obviously you need things to motivate you and I I strongly believe music is just one of the most powerful things that can help you through any situation um so as music plays a large part in everyone's life however um what song would you associate with a uh, part of your career uh, good and or bad time that Katy Perry song um that like I am a Ryan, what does it get oh, you? You must know. Oh, yeah. I know exactly I what you're on about. When we was in, when I played in the Euros in 2013 for England and the 19s, we all had to pick a song, and they, the coaching staff put a big montage together, 
and they sat you in a room on your own and they played the montage to you about uh, like, all your career so far and your England career and they put that song in the background. Wow. And that's, like, that's what reminds me that like, we sat and watched your career and it was like so nice to see and that's what they used in the Euros to like motivate everyone like showing us our career and our England goals and our England journey so far and that was probably one of the best trips I've ever been on because we got to the Euro final but unfortunately we lost 2-0 to France after extra time the second half of extra time wow uh, um, I've got one interesting question as who do you think is going to win the World Cup um, I would absolutely love England too but cause we're going to hit, hit France in the quarterfinals and I just don't really think we've got it in us to beat France but I'm gonna go maybe Brazil Spain final Ooh, that'd be that'd be quite good you must be in your element Christmas and the World Cup oh I love it I've watched <laughs> that every single game <laughs> I forget and then like Joe's in the studio he just go, he messaged me I'm like oh what what have I missed <laughs> Hi Jess, I've just got a couple of questions myself. I can't believe we've gone this far in an interview without asking a professional footballer, who do you support? I'm a big supporter of Man United. Man United. Yeah. Such a Definitely. disappointment. No way, we're doing all right now. <laughs> I mean, we was last season, but I feel like we've done quite well this season. But I feel like... Big contenders for the Premiership this year is going to be Arsenal, I think. Yes. Can I just um, pass City. a question on? Joe, who do you support? Tell everyone. I support Nottingham Forest. And I have no shame because we're in the Premiership. Exactly. You did so well last year to get up. You've done it. You've, you had an all right start, didn't you? But you kind of dropped off a bit now, haven't you? Yes. But I have no shame anymore because we are not bottom of the table. Exactly, and to be fair, getting into a Premiership that is a big deal. We we haven't actually played Leicester yet. I'm kidding. We we just we just don't we we just don't mention it, do we? That, no, that, no, no, you don't understand. That didn't actually happen. <laughs> so this show is about a Christmas special. So I've got a question: Are you more Buddy the Elf or the Grinch when it comes to Christmas? <laughs> Oh, Buddy the Elf, definitely. Do you know what? I've watched both Elf and Grinch already. What? Yeah. Oh, classics. Yeah. I'm more the Grinch. I had this thing on my show the other week where I asked people, when is it um, too early to play? Is it too early to play Christmas songs? I said it should be played Christmas Eve at 11.59 and then stop at one minute past midnight. <laughs> oh my god, I've already been playing them. I've got my tree up. There's presents oh, under the tree. tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Thank you very much for talking to us, Jess Sigsworth. Yeah, no, that's absolutely fine. I've enjoyed it. Hello and welcome back. It is currently. Da, 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 da. 1.32 here on Demon FM. You are listening to Rewind Out Mission live from the Student Union. So, we were actually mentioning a bit of a table football game. And what we're doing here at the SU is we've, in the spirit of World Cups and all of that, we've uh, decided to put on a couple of games where you, the audience, can win a couple of prizes. That is right. But whilst the song's been going on and whilst we had the interview on, we've had a couple of people come down. Uh, so, who am I joined by? 
Uh, hello, my name's Matt. Uh, it's me, Sam, you all know me. So, uh, you guys were playing? Uh, we were, yeah. We, we played a game of uh, table football. Didn't think you guys Yeah, we lost. It's a bit of a shame. But since you're here, you get to uh, pick out some prizes. Can we have the music for the prizes, please? There we go. There we go. Okay, so uh, on today's show, because we're outside, uh, you can win a Terry's chocolate orange. You could also win two £10 Lane 7 vouchers. So if you want to go bowling, a couple of uh, other games, you know, you're more than welcome. We've also got a couple more vouchers. We've got a £20 Geek Retreat if you really want to go for that. Um, but what would you guys like? Oh, I think, I think a Lane 7 voucher would be quite good. I don't know. You don't know? Which one sounds the most promising? Too many options, I don't know. Too many options. Uh, pardon? Pick for me. See, I think so that's the Terry... that's really how it works. Yeah, <laughs> see, I think the Terry's chocolate orange is looking kind of tempting. It's too good for me. Too good. How about a Lane 7 voucher as well? Sure, why not? Lovely jubbly. So, if you want to get some of the other prizes, obviously the Lane 7 has gone. Uh, if you want to come down and win those, go ahead. You might as well. And uh, thank you for joining us. Do you want to shout out your show? Uh, we would like to, yes. We have the round table. It's on Demon FM next week. Uh, one till two, same time as this show. Live from the Food Village, so it's not in the SU. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you maybe next week. Brilliant. Right, well, now we're going into a little segment to do with International Christmas. So luckily, when we're you playing know... How Bizarre. Are we? We are playing Sorry, How Bizarre. Sorry, my bad. Let's go we'll How Bizarre. Be... Yeah, we'll be learning about how people celebrate Christmas around the world in a bit. But for now, it's time for another original game, uh, which Ash and Hannah can get involved in. I'm your games master, Joe. Um, and so how, how, how Bizarre works is I'm going to read out three unusual news stories. Um, but it's a bit like two truths and a lie, so except it's one truth and two lies. So only one of these news stories are true. The other two are false. So um, I've made up two news stories, found one very unusual one, and it's your job to guess which one, which one is true and which two are false. Are you ready? I'm so ready. I'm Ash is so a bit ready. busy. That's all yeah. right. I can play. I can play. Hannah can play. Right, Actually, Ash, are you ready for how bizarre? I am ready. Let's so, go. your first story comes from Mendoza in Argentina. Mm. In 2014, Francisca Valdez went to the supermarket and did a weekly grocery shop mm -hmm. whilst riding a horse. <laughs> what? Val whilst what? riding a horse. Valdez told supermarket security that she and her horse are inseparable and claimed that she often rides her horse to work. Okay. Mm. How bizarre. It is bizarre. How bizarre. The second story comes from a bit close to home, Margate in Kent in the UK. In 2005, eight-year-old Ellis Chapman found a message in a bottle while on a family trip to Margate Beach. Mm -hmm. When he opened it, the message turned out to be from his own granddad, who tossed it into the sea from nearby Hearn Bay 53 years earlier. That's really cool. I hope that's real. But is it true? Don't know. Get your go. thinking caps on. <laughs> right, your final story comes from Georgia the country, Georgia. In 2011, while scavenging for copper on a train track, an elderly woman named Hayastan Shakarian 
cut a fibre optic cable, consequently shutting down the entirety of Armenia's internet. <laughs> the entire country was without internet for several hours before the cable was fixed. Right. So, those three news stories that I've just read out, only one of them is true, believe it or not. So the game only is, one. guess which one is true? Oh no! Any, any thoughts so far? So I think riding a horse around a supermarket, I feel like she would have been kicked out. All right. I don't think that would have slid with security, if I'm honest. Um, also, the horse would be trying to eat everything off the shelf, and I just don't think... Interesting. You'd have to be there. Yeah, yeah. The bottle, I really hope that's real. I like the idea of that, like, his granddad threw it out, but, you know, that sounds a bit too good to be true. Okay. And then the internet one, you know what, I feel like that there are people in the world that are stupid enough to do that. So I'm right. going to go with that one being true. Interesting thoughts, Ash. What are your thoughts? See, I'd like to I'd like to believe the uh, the message in a bottle, but I'm not... Eh, I'm, I'm not... I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, see, for, for somewhere like Argentina, I can imagine that, like, there is a horse running around a shop, you know, someone just doing shopping on a horse. That, okay. that sounds about right. Um, but then again, I want to believe the last one. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with the last one, I'm thinking, with okay. the Armenia uh, internet connection. You think that's true? Yeah. Okay. Hannah, what, do you think, do you agree with that? Yeah, I think the internet one's true. Okay. Interesting answers. Um, we have only got two people uh, competing for this game, but... Um, good to have some competition. Um, I can reveal that you are both correct. Hey, hey. nice one, nice one. We know the story these about a Georgian grandma cutting a fibre optic cable in a train track <laughs> is true, and she sh shut down the entirety of Armenia's internet for almost an entire day Incredible. before it got fixed. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much, All Game I can Master. say to that is, how bizarre. How uh. bizarre. <laughs> how bizarre. Right, to get the show back on and rolling, we're going into a little, uh, now we're going into international Christmas. Luckily, we live in a city that's very diverse. One of the first cities in the UK to become, um, to actually not have a white majority, fun fact. Um, but yeah, we're going into international Christmas and we're going to be talking, basically, well, we're going to play some Fox Pops for you guys now. Usually, no, like the big event here in Costa Rica, it actually happens uh, during Christmas if instead of Christmas Day. Some people pray, since we are, we are like a really Catholic uh, country, have dinner, exchange gifts, uh, spend time with each other. The next day, like Christmas Day, here in Costa Rica, we usually just go like to the mountain or nature or have uh, a lunch together. In Germany, it's mostly about a relaxed gathering with your close ones just feasting on Christmas Eve and the two holidays afterwards um, is what it's all about. Um, in Singapore, most of us travel during Christmas because of the long weekends, which are hard to come by. There's like family gatherings where you like eat with your family and uh, go Christmas shopping at night to see the lights. Okay, so in Poland, Christmas Eve is actually more important than Christmas Day. And we have our big dinner on Christmas Eve, and as such, we break this a little tiny wafer called opłatek, and that symbolizes um, peace and forgiveness and love. This is your student sound. Demon FM. 
Um, guys, little round table discussion. What, yes. do, what are we doing for Christmas this year? Uh, Shall I start? Yeah, Go for yeah. it. Well, I think like most years we sort of, we, we dedicate certain dates to visiting different families because we've got sort of different groups of families that we're friends with mm-hmm. and we wouldn't sort of put them together. But um, so we'd say like, oh, on Christmas Day, we'll be visiting these people, 27th visiting these people. Um, but usually usually Christmas Day I kind of just we kind of just keep to my family and my grandparents because they live local so that's nice. easy enough we have a nice dinner good presents um, fairly fairly bog standard nothing nothing particularly unique for my family so what about you Ash? Um, so uh, well because big up the German family um, <laughs> so on the 6th uh, which was a couple of days ago we have uh, Nicholas Nikolaus uh, Tag which is basically St Nicholas Day it's not Christmas but essentially it's like a mini Christmas before Christmas um, <laughs> and uh, whether you're good or not you either get coal or you get a plate of uh, sweets and, and stuff like that which is quite nice uh, not good if you're trying to go to the gym and uh, diet but <laughs> Hey, you know, you can adapt it. Um, and, and the night before is called Krampusnacht, isn't it? That's when. Yeah. That's like the evil Santa, it's Krampus. Yeah. So, um, so the the day is called uh, Weihnachten, and uh, so essentially in Germany we celebrate it the night before rather than Christmas Day, and essentially we just get family round, all of that good stuff. You know, we uh, yeah we just have a meal, sit down, celebrate and. All of that, but because um, we're in England here, uh, we just normally do your bog standard Christmas. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, same as us, really. My dad's from Chile in South America, and there's like a big thing where you kind of gather around kind of quarter to midnight and open the presents exactly on midnight, and then you kind of do all of the present opening then, and then the next day you go into Christmas. But um, because I live with my mum and my stepdad, we don't really do that. And my dad has never really done that, to be fair, since he's lived in the UK. So it'll be a standard, just me, my stepparents, and my Ukrainian family that are living with us, having Christmas dinner together. And then I'll go oh, visit brilliant. my dad probably two days or three days after Christmas. So what nice. I found interesting from that Vox Pop, because we, uh, before that cinema song, we heard from um, some others from Germany. We had Poland, we had Costa Rica, mm-hmm. we had Singapore. What I found interesting, a lot of people celebrate stuff on Christmas Eve yeah. rather than Christmas Day I didn't really think that was that no, was yeah, it different it seems to be a big, it was big interesting. thing isn't it and the, I, re- I remember the guy from Costa Rica said they make sure to go home before midnight so they can put the, fill the stockings and make sure the kids have um, have their presents ready for Christmas Day um, Wait, what are you doing for Christmas? Um, the, to be honest, the China, China, in the China, we didn't have a Christmas holiday, okay. so um, maybe we will choose the Christmas week. We maybe I will um, go with my friend, go to some do some shopping or nice. have a dinner, and I think it's very boring because um, in the China we we were not. Our family will not to um, celebrate the Christmas, mm. so uh, we just can go with our friends to celebrate it. Yeah. Nice, oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Hello and welcome back. It is currently 1.49 here on Demon FM. So uh, just to finish off a bit of Christmas, we've had a couple of uh, replies to our story. Um, so Inger at home, she's uh, she's been saying that the worst gift or a bit of a nightmare Christmas was uh, 
they were saying about a uh, laser command and how they had to run about for uh, for Liam and uh, yeah no and also apparently had a bit of a Dursley tantrum Lovely. so. That's, uh, that's not good, but uh, that was about everything for what we received. Um, but now we're here with the winners of the table football. Uh, what are your names? Abu Bakr. And Abu Bakr. we have? Ishiga Patel. So, um, you, uh, you won the uh, table football? Yes. Yes. Um, so, we have a couple of prizes. We've got um, some vouchers, and we also have uh, some sweets and te Terry's chocolate orange. Um, what kind of, uh, well, what kind of, um, oh, I lost the word oh, we've for also it. got the shirts. Yes, we also, we also have a, a signed shirt from the Leicester City women's football team. Um, but what kind of prizes would you like to have? What is the list of uh, prizes? Um, so, um, we have... prizes. Okay, uh, so we have a signed T-shirt from Leicester, from our Leicester City Football Club. Um, we also have a Geek Retreat uh, £20 voucher. Uh, we also have some vouchers for um, various other things. And uh, yeah, that, we have some vouchers, but also we have some sweets here. They're deciding. What are they going to go for? Uh, 20 pound voucher uh, plus uh, t-shirt or uh, another. So 20 pound, uh, the 20 pound geek retreat and the... Uh, Leicester City shirt. And the Leicester City shirt. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations, um, well done. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll just uh, write right your name winners. down and we'll let you, uh, we'll get back to you. Massive congratulations to Ububakar and Ishiga on winning the table football tournament. Yeah. Yep. Nicely done. All right. Thank you very much, well guys. So we're going back in with another song before we close the show, I'm unfortunately. Just gonna, oh. I'm just going to mention before that, um, oh, I've got to announce the answer for the Chart Attack oh. game. So um, I read out the top 10 Christmas mm -hmm. uh, chart for a certain year. It included Pet Shop Boys, it included Michael Jackson, Include Shaken Stevens, Fairytale of New York. The answer is 1987. Nice. I said so mid 80s. I think, I'll take that. I think you were, I think you were saying mid to late 80s. So, um, so I'll give you that. Well done. Nicely well done. done. Also, well done to Inga, who's listening in, um, for also getting that. She got that very early on. There we go. So, big Good shout out Inga. to you for getting the answer right. Unfortunately, we have come to the end of our show. So we'd just like to thank you for tuning in. Thank you to everyone who joined for the quizzes on Instagram and for the Table Football World Cup. And thanks to the people who contributed towards the Vox Pops. Oh, yeah. Have an amazing Christmas, everyone, by the way. Yeah, have an incredible Christmas. And a happy new year. We are going to have to leave you now. So goodbye from all of us at Rewind Out